Good evening and welcome to this week's edition of Ghana in Focus with myself, Kwame, Ghanaian broadcaster, journalist, podcaster and entrepreneur. And in this week's edition of Ghana in Focus, it's another special. Yeah, there's a lot happening in Ghana, so it's another special. And today we'll be looking at why the government of Ghana must resign. Yes, indeed, why the government of Ghana must resign and resign now. So that is today's uh, topic of for Ghana in focus. But before we get on to the podcast, just to make you aware uh, that this podcast is supported by Grow For Me Ghana. Grow For Me Ghana is a fantastic initiative that seeks to help Ghanaian farmers grow their farms and produce more food that will enable them to send their children to school and pay for medical fees and also more importantly make Ghana food sufficient all right so if you want to be a sponsor for this worthwhile uh, course I will leave you the link in the podcast notes below also on the podcast, uh, for like what you hear on Ghana Stroke African Focus, uh, please like, uh, please share with your friends and families, tell them about the Ghana Stroke African Podcast. And you can also follow me on Spotify so that whenever uh, I upload a new podcast, it goes straight to your feed. Yep, so just go on Spotify, uh, Ghana Stroke Africa in focus on Spotify, click the follow uh, link. And like I said, you'll be able to get podcast every time I upload a new one. All right, so let us get into this special edition of Ghana in Focus. Why the government of Ghana, MPP government of Ghana, needs to resign and resign now. Now, this is not a party politics thing. This is about what is in the national interest of Ghana. So... I'll be bringing six reasons why the government of Ghana should resign and resign now. We've seen what's happened in the UK uh, with Chris Quating, the chance of resigning because of his mini budget. And today we saw UK Prime Minister Liz Truss resigning because of her inability to lead the country properly. This also same thing is a parent in Ghana, where you have a government that has been in power for nearly six years, uh, MPP, uh, bringing a lot of chaos and carnage to Ghana. And as we go on this podcast, you understand why it is important that this government should resign now, even though it's got two more years, and that Ghana has a new government in place. And I'll give you the reasoning, particularly the economic reason, why this government of Ghana needs to go and go now. So the first reason why this government has got to go now, must resign, is that the debt-GDP ratio today in Ghana now, that's a whopping 90%. 90%. So earlier on in the year, when I did... um. The Economy in Crisis podcast, and you can get that also on the 
Ghana Straight African Focus podcast uh, uh, sheet, I told you that the debt to GDP ratio at the time, and this was a, probably in April or, or May, was hovering about 70 to 75%. Today, October 20th, it is virtually hitting 90%. That is the jet, the debt to GDP ratio of Ghana, 90%. Yeah. So what that means, listeners, is that and particularly you in Ghana, who are listening to this podcast, because I know I've got quite a few listeners in Ghana, and who also of Ghanaian heritage who live outside Ghana. But what that means is that for every dollar that Ghana is earning, yeah, 90 cents of that dollar is used to service debt repayments. So even before we pay public servants, public workers, before we build any schools, roads, we even before we look at the school feeding program, even before we look at the uh, free HSS, so-called, Ghana has to pay its debtors first. And like I said, for every dollar that we earn, 90 cents is servicing debt repayments. Yeah? So that is a massive situation that has basically indebted Ghana to the degree that it's got to borrow money on the outside market. And because of the economic mismanagement of the current government, Many of the world's leading um, rating companies like Fitch and like others have downgraded Ghana because of Ghana's inability to pay back its debt because of the high GDP debt ratio. Yeah, so it's obvious, obvious that the government of Ghana and the MPP is clueless as to how to manage and service Ghana's debt, both external debt and internal debt. I was listening to the news tonight, and even the, the government is owing pharmaceutical companies. So a lot of these companies import drugs to Ghana and under the National Health Insurance Scheme, the government should be paying these, uh, these companies to import the medicines that Ghanaians use, but these pharmaceutical companies are crying out because the state government hasn't paid them the money that they owe under the National Health Insurance Scheme. Aside from that, contractors haven't been paid. Some of them haven't been paid for four or five years. Yeah? There's a risk in a lot of funds of Ghana's economy. So it tells you the massive debt Ghana is in, both internally and also externally as well. That's why Ghana's got a, a massive GDP debt ratio of 90%. Okay? So the second reason why this government must resign and resign now is that Ghana has got the highest inflation or... or, 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 or the current inflation of Ghana is, is nearly 40%. That's the highest inflation in Ghana's history. Even during the dark days of the PNDC rule between 82 and 93, inflation was never at 40%. Yeah? And Ghana has the highest inflation 
in the West African subregion. So I was doing some research before I did this podcast tonight, just looking at the different inflation rates in West Africa subregion. Okay. And to my surprise, I found that Ghana has by far the highest inflation rates in West Africa. Now check this. Now, Cameroon. So I'm going, going to give you the inflation figures of comparable West African countries, yeah? So Ghana government made the excuse that the Russian-Ukraine war and also the aftermath of COVID that has had an impact on inflation in Ghana. But when I read you some of these inflation rates of other countries in West Africa that neighbour Ghana, then you would understand that this excuse that the government of Ghana is given is a very lazy and flimsy excuse. So let's now look at the different inflation rates in West African countries. Now, Cameroon has got an inflation currently of 9.5%. Mali, 8%. Senegal, 11.9%. Burkina Faso, 29.8%. Togo, that's next door to Ghana, 7.9%. Gambia, 9.9%. Sierra Leone, 28.2%. Liberia, that was at war 15 years ago. They've got inflation rate that stands today at 6.4%. Ivory Coast, again, next door to Ghana, has an inflation rate, current inflation rate of 6.3%. Now check this Benin, next door to Nigeria, has an inflation rate of minus 1.6%. Yeah? And Nigeria, by far the biggest economy in West Africa, has an inflation rate of 20.8%. But check this, of all the countries that I've mentioned, Ghana by far has the highest inflation rate. As of now, Ghana's inflation rate is, is nearly 40%. 40% Ghana inflation rate. But yet, other countries are not even doing 10%. Benin, Ivory Coast, Liberia, the Gambia, Togo, Mali, Cameroon are all doing under 10%. Senegal, 11.9%. The only country that is near Ghana is our Sierra Leone and Burkina Faso, where there's been a coup recently, yeah? But that's 29%. That's 10% more than Ghana. And so Ghana cannot blame the war between Russia and Ukraine and also uh, the uh, aftermath of COVID for the high inflation rate. In actual fact, to butcher this, uh, the World Bank representative or the IMF representative delegation to Ghana headed by Ethiopian Abebe Selassie, he said, and I quote, that Ghana's inflation has got nothing to do with external factors but more internal domestic factors. I repeat that again. The head of the IMF delegation to Ghana, 
Abebe Selassie of Ethiopia said that Ghana's high inflation has got nothing to do with external factors, but more to do with domestic factors. All right? So this shows you, yeah, of the dire straits that Ghana's economy is in that has been done by the MPP government, which has allowed Ghana's inflation rate to spiral to record highs of nearly 40%. So that's another reason why the government of Ghana must go, because it has no clue as to how to bring inflation down and is using lazy excuses to justify its attitude. Now, the third reason why Ghana should go, why the government of Ghana should go, and this correlates with the high inflation, is that Ghana has recorded the highest food inflation prices on record. Yeah? So even though Ghana is blessed with rich, arable, fertile land, that even when you spit on the ground, something will grow, Ghana has the highest food inflation in West Africa. How is that possible? It is possible because the government of Ghana has not developed successfully a homegrown policy that will allow agriculture to flourish, that will enable farmers to grow food, that will enable farmers to get cheap loans, that will enable farmers to get machinery, etc., etc., and has not embarked on a robust agriculture policy of growing food, encouraging people to grow food. So at the moment, Ghana is importing tons of food. So for example, as I mentioned on is Ghana Really Independent podcast, and even on the Economy in Crisis podcast, which you can get uh, on the website, Ghana in Focus website, okay? I mentioned that Ghana was importing at least $1 billion worth of rice a year. I also mentioned that Ghana was even, you know, importing staple crops like cassava from China. China. Showing you that the government's so-called policy of planting for food and jobs has failed because if it was a success, why are we importing $1 billion of rice into Ghana every year? And why are we importing staple food like cassava into Ghana? Yeah? And it's not just that. We're importing things like tomatoes, like yam, like plantain, like onion, like garlic. These things are easily grown in Ghana. But because the government's sole policy in agriculture has led to the situation now that Ghana is importing food, and this has caused the high food prices that we've seen in Ghana, particularly in January this year. And the government does not seem to be have a clue on how to make food more accessible and more affordable to the people. Yeah? So that's reason number three as to why the government of Ghana should go. Now, the fourth reason why the government of Ghana should go and go now is because of the local currency, the city. The city, which is the Ghanaian currency, according to Bloomberg, okay, is the worst 
performing currency, not just in Africa, but the world's worst performing currency. According to Bloomberg Currency Tracker, that watches more than 145 currencies. As of today, the 20th of October, when we are doing this podcast, the dollar is quoted at 13.5 Ghana City to a dollar. In essence, that indicates a nearly 50% loss in value over the last 12 months. Yeah? So because of this city's performance, okay, it has made foreign uh, investors leave Ghana and dump their Ghana denominated bonds from their portfolio because they don't see any value in the Ghana's currency because of the depletion, rapid depletion since January of the Ghana city. All right. So according to the country's central security depository, the amount of domestic and government sorry, domestic government and cover bonds in the hands of foreign investors fell to 12.3% in August. Okay? So this has seen, uh, you know, Ghana fail to access cheap money from the international debt markets as a result of the city plummeting, yeah, by nearly 50% within the last 12 months and a rapid 40% since January this year. Okay? So the fallen currency is a massive, massive, massive issue as to why, you know, the government of Ghana should go and go now because it has not been able to solve the rapid depreciation of the city. And again, they can't blame the war in Ukraine or COVID-19 aftermath because other countries in West Africa have not seen their currencies tumble as much. Even countries like Malawi, Malawi, who had some future searches about four or five years ago, their currency is, I believe, in the top five uh, best performing currencies in Africa for this year, Malawi. So it tells you that something is seriously wrong with the fiscal and economic management of the government of Ghana that is allowing the city, the local currency, to fall like a stone. Whereby today, it is the world's, not just Africa's, but the world's worst performing currency. Isn't that good enough reason for this government to go and go now? Because they devoid, they are devoid of ideas that will stay about the city, even though they had the cocoa syndicate of, I believe, one point, um, about $1 billion. And also they're working at the moment with, with the IMF to get this uh, $3 billion um, financial assistance. It's not going to work. It can't work. It will not work. Hasn't worked. Yeah? So it tells you what a serious position Ghana is when the value of your local currency has depreciated by more than 40% this year alone. All right?
So, the fifth reason why this government must resign now is because of the high importation. Yeah? So, like I said before, Ghana is importing everything. Everything that we need for a survival of a people is imported into the country. And this has created what we call a balance of payments deficits, whereby your imports far outweigh your exports. So this is why, so this is why again, Ghana's currency is collapsing, because we're not, we're importing everything and we're not making anything. Yeah. So Ghana, there's people who are importing into the country, they have to use their cities to buy dollars in the main because they use their dollars to go outside of Ghana to import goods back into Ghana and also pay duties at the port. And so they've got to change their cities, which, as I said before, has seen a rapid depreciation against the dollar this year in order for them to buy dollars. And then when they come back to Ghana, because of the depreciation of the city, they now mark up their prices. And this caused the inflation that we're talking about. Yeah. So the rapid importation, massive importation of goods and services. And again, the government not having a clue or not having a radical policy to stop importation and allowing importation rather than export is another reason why. Ghana should go. Now, the last reason why this inept government should go is capital flight. Now, there's record capital flight in the country. Rapid. Like I said before, regarding the depreciation of the city, foreign investors are taking their money out of Ghana. That is what we call in economics capital flight. So many investors are taking their money out of Ghana because Ghana is not seen as a profitable place to invest your money. Yeah, this capital flight also manifests itself, and I made this point before, that up to 10 billion Ghana cities a year goes outside of Ghana in illegal gold sales. What do I mean by that? So the Chinese and the Indians, these two uh, nationalities, they siphon illicitly gold outside of Ghana that amounts to seven to ten billion dollars annually and not paying any tax from that. Yeah? And this government has allowed it to happen because there's no checks and balances of what's going in and what's going on to the country. So many of these, uh, particularly Chinese and Indian business people, particularly those that are engaged in buying gold from these uh, small-scale miners, do not pay any taxes, and most importantly, they siphon the money outside of Ghana. A record amounts of money is being looting outside of Ghana this year alone. I can tell you for a fact, but if you had gold, if you had diamonds, if you had all bits and pieces, oil, the amount of capital flight that is even Ghana is at least annually this year, so this year alone, more than 50 billion US dollars. And yet Ghana is only going for a paltry three billion from the IMF. 
when when about 50 billion Ghana cities is going out of the country in illicit inflows. So it shows you that if the government was clued on, they will put loopholes and make it tight and make it virtually impossible for people to repatriate their money outside of Ghana. And so these six reasons is why the current NPP government must resign and resign now. Like I said, I'm not, I don't do party politics. I'm not MPP, NDC, CPP, what have you. I am a citizen of Ghana and I want what is in the best interest of Ghana. And it is not in the best interest of Ghana to have this government continue to misrule and mismanage Ghana's economy. Because the next election is two years away. I don't think Ghana can wait another two years. Do we want, or do Ghanaians want it to be 20 cents to a dollar? Hmm? Do you want petrol to be 20 cents a litre? Do you want uh, record inflation? Do you want inflation to hit 50% before you come to a sense that this government is clueless? So, closing, a government should govern in the best interest of the people and not in the interest of itself. And it's, uh, you know, it's a uh, capitalist cronies. What this government has shown over the last near to six years is that it is incapable of managing the economic affairs of Ghana. And this is why you've got the record uh, indices of interest rates, inflation, um, depreciation uh, currency, etc., etc., that I've just outlined in this podcast. And so it is important that we have a government that is capable of managing the affairs of the country, but more importantly, manages in the interests of the older Ghanaian people who are suffering, who are suffering because of the mismanagement and ineptitude of this incompetent NPP government. And so I thank you for listening to this special edition of Ghana in Focus. And if you liked what you hear, as I mentioned before, uh, please like, please follow me on Spotify Podcast. Just type in Spotify Podcast and look out for Africa Street Garden Focus and just follow, click on follow icon. And that means that you'll be able to get a podcast updated to you every time I upload a new podcast. All right. And as I mentioned earlier on, please be a sponsor of a Ghanaian farmer by going on Grow For Me Ghana and please be a sponsor to help our farmers. And so thank you again for listening to this special edition of Ghana in Focus and from myself, Kwame, and from all of the production crew here on Ghana in Focus. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next edition of Ghana in Focus. <laughs>